Hi, and welcome to Filmy Ladies. We have a very special episode today. Not that every episode isn't very special, but this one is especially special because it is our one-year anniversary of this I'm celebrating with the boys from Dilchetta. Hey, Pitu is celebrating with a shark. Yes, two things. I am celebrating with my party pimple that showed up just in time for this anniversary episode. And I'm wearing my amazing um, Jaws t-shirt. Um, so yes, I am, I am party ready, Beth. She loves sharks almost as much as she loves Cindy cinema. Yes. And dinosaurs. Um, a couple of housekeeping notes. First of all, thank you to everyone who has been watching and listening. We have had so much fun doing this podcast. And a huge part of that is talking with all of you about, you know, your comments and just talking with our beloved film community on the internet, because without that, like, I don't know, my life would be so dull and sad. And I wouldn't know anything about Hindi cinema and I would just be sad. So also it's sad, but it's like socially unacceptable to just like accost random people in the street and be like, oh my God, did you see that new trailer? What do you think? So we kind of have to rely on our community. We self-select and it's such a, everyone is so great. It's just so great. Second housekeeping note is I have been sick for a week and this is as good as I've going to be able to sound anytime soon. I have a cold for the first time since the pandemic. I'm distraught. I feel like I'm going to die, even though it's just a cold. I'm testing negative for COVID, so don't worry. But I apologize for tissues and cough drops and other things happening in this. And if I go dark or quiet, it's because I'm coughing and I don't want to interrupt things. So apologies. But the party cannot be stopped. It is anniversary celebration time. And we have a couple different things we're going to do in this episode. We asked you for any questions you have for us and that some came in. And then we've prepared a list of, I'm assuming, filmy related questions for each other. Because Pitu and I have known each other for like 15 years. Yeah. But there's still a lot to learn about each other. So this is going to be a kind of get to know us episode. And we hope that you all will respond to whatever your favorite of these questions are in the comments. Because we always want to know more about you as well. Yes. Pitu's got the master list of her questions and the audience questions. Let's go. Okay. So the first question um, is um, from Netflix on YouTube. They also go by the name Merlange11. Um, they were saying, Beth, 15 years ago, I need to hear your and Pitu's origin story. I'm halfway through the Kandan podcast throwback Rais episode. I need to hear about their origin stories too. Did you all mm. meet each other online? Yes, we did. Because <laughs> we all um, live in different parts of the world. Yeah. And I think so Pitu and I were living in the same state when we met a couple of hours apart and we did get to meet in person. I think that yes. she was the first, you may have even been the first of the, of the blog friends that I met in person or like very close to. No, Aspi. So Aspi. So Aspi was our, is our common friend um, who was also a Bollywood blogger and he mm -hmm. had a blog called Line of Sight and he was having, so he lived in Chicago. So Aspi and I were like friends in real life and he was having a Diwali party and I had RSVP'd yes. And he said, by the way, you'll finally get a chance to meet Beth because I've invited Beth to the Diwali party. And I was like, yeah, I'll finally get to meet Beth. And then I went to the party and I was like, where's Beth? Where's Beth? Where's Beth? I was like, there she is. <laughs> and then we just got along like, a house on fire but so Aspi was the first Bollywood blogger friend that mm. I'd met in real life and that I think you had met and then he uh, yeah, we met at the Diwali party together. yeah um I had also met pretty early on a bunch of 
German speaking Bollywood fans because they were, they had their own like message boards and everything. They were part of Bolly What, which I should say was a big part oh. of this initially. But they also had kind of their own in German. Um, but of course, a lot of them speak English beautifully and much better than I will ever speak German. And so I actually was in Europe a couple of times and met up with a bunch of them as well. And that's another lovely community that I've totally lost touch with. Um, it's one but- of them that gave you mini con, right? No, I bought Minicon, but one of them made his outfits, the his costume. custom Don suits. Yeah. Right. But Padilla and Babasco and Michael, you know who you are. You are all great people. Um, and it's just, you know, it's just grown and grown from there. So that is that is our origin story. And then yeah. um, I met Amrita for the first time in, in 2012, I believe. Um, and she had been in the U.S., but then was no longer in the U.S. by that time. So I had not met her in person here. But I when I on my second trip to India, I got to meet her in person. And then um, um, Asim and Sujoy, I met in Britain before I met Amrita, actually. So Sujoy was actually one of the people I met fairly early on as well, because he was in a place where I was also, you know, going. So um, I think I met Asim not too long after that. So it's a, it's a funny, and Asim though, I knew from blogs way back as well. So they're all, they're all blog friends. Everyone's blog friends. Yeah, these are all like blog friends. Um, The blog community back in the day, like 15, 16 years ago was so awesome. It was fabulous. It was basically all these like Bollywood nerds. And we would just like, it was such a small, tight-knit community. Everybody knew everybody. And there used to be this thing, do you remember on the side, you would have like blog roll. Yeah. And you would share your friends' blogs on it. And it was considered a high honor if your name showed up because you would get a notification. So I would get a notification mm-hmm. that said, XYZ has added you to their blog role. And I'd be like, hey, me, thank you very much. Very kind of you. And then, you know, you would you would add them to your blog role. It was yep. so cute, but such great discussions and such mm. friendships that were formed back then. And then eventually, of course, the, the world of blogging kind of died and um, people moved over to microblogging, which was Twitter. Twitter at the time. And I remember the person who actually sent me a Twitter invite and essentially forced me to join it was Sujoy. Because <laughs> he was right. like, join Twitter, join Twitter, join Twitter. I was like, I hate social media. So no. And then like, he just like <laughs> strong armed me into it. But then the Twitter community back in the beta days was also really awesome because all the blog people migrated there. And then that died out. And now it's kind of like a little bit sad. And it's like, Now I think podcasts are the only way to stay in touch with the community, but we're still friends with a lot of those people from long ago. And I I feel like Twitter, even still here in August of 2023, you mean X? Yeah, (laughs) still has some really great things about it. I am on Blue Sky. I'm hoping a lot of of people reconvene to Blue Sky, but I remember that you were not really on Twitter and I really lost touch with you because of that. And like, you weren't really on Facebook and I wasn't really on Instagram. So like we, but then when Kandan got a hold of you to get you on their podcast, I was like, and then they had us on a live stream for one of their anniversary shows. And it was like, oh my God. So then, uh, yeah. So we owe a lot to Kandan for not only um, helping us with our podcast, but just helping us reunite our friendship, which was, you know, a very filmy thing to do. Right. Which I've actually, by the way, um, listeners, I have never actually met um, Amrita or Sujoy or Asim in real life. I was also (laughs) supposed to go to England and I changed my plan. And so I didn't. So I only know them through the blogs and stuff, but I've never actually met any of them in real life, just Beth and other common friends. That's funny. So, I mean, I think, I think most people listening to this will know, but like, just, just to be clear, travel around the United States is not hard. But we're very far apart. Like it's a very yeah. physically large country. So, you know, it, it 
is one thing to be <gasps> like, oh, but at least like there, there's only been one that I know of Bollywood blog meetup in America. Right. <laughs> and we all convened upon Boston because a bunch of the people actually happened to live in Boston. Um, notably Memsub Story and Filmy Geek, mm. Greta and Carla, and they actually live within walking distance of each other. That's oh. really funny. But oh. it, so it's really hard to meet up in the yeah. United States in a lot of ways, just because it's far and it takes, you know, it would take me yeah. at least four hours to fly to where Pitu is plus, you know, blah, blah, blah. So like, you know, it's, it, yeah, there are, there, we were, we were well um, stocked in the US, but that still was hard. Yeah. It's also like, I used to feel so sad because I remember when we were blogging, it was just so like, if you're a nerd and you want to talk about like the latest movies or even like an old oldie, but goodie movie that you want to talk about, (laughs) there just weren't that many people in my life that a were either watching Bollywood movies or if they did, they just didn't care. I mean, after like, you have to know your audience. I have done this thing like once blogging ended, but we hadn't started the podcast yet where I would go to like group dinners and then I'd be like, oh my God, you guys, I rewatched and I would name some obscure like 1962 film. And I was like, oh, the fashions and the direction and the songs. <laughs> and people would be like, uh-huh. And they're just drinking their cocktail. They have zero interest in what I'm saying. And I was like, I miss my nerd friends. <laughs> I can't emphasize enough the 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 beauty that is the fact the internet is searchable. Yeah. <laughs> because you can say like who has written about this oh Greta has or yeah um you know Bogey over in London has talked about it or yeah. you know, whatever or you would you would do an image search and find things from a film and like oh Pitu has has screen crapped this or whatever so like yeah it, it yeah to have that written record is really um huge and uh, yes in blog days and and some earlier in Twitter like before I think when more of us were using it on our desktops as opposed to on mm. our phones, because originally you could tweet from a from a non-smartphone, right? You, t- yeah. you texted it in, but like it, you couldn't, I don't think you could really read on your phone, right? No, um, and images and stuff was hard, yeah. Right. So like they, they were asynchronous, but they were getting closer to being synchronous and somehow the asynchronous did not really even matter. Like we still had great conversations. So it was, yeah. it was pretty remarkable. And I do also want to shout out all the people who were readers, but didn't really write their own blog very much but they they yeah. left comments and in that regard they were writers and they too were contributing to this yes. dialogue it's still out there if you go looking for it so i i feel yeah. like i should post my blog role <laughs> in here this oh yeah as like a record of everyone that i ever that i ever knew who who <laughs> you know shaped this big interest that has also become such a big part of my life so like it's it's a yeah. it's a really wonderful group of people that is always adding more members which is great. Right. And the commenting is so great because that's the other thing that I love about our podcast comments is like people are smart. Yes. <laughs> like they catch up, they catch onto things that like you and I completely missed in a movie or they'll make some like really good point or they'll draw parallels between the movie we're talking about and some other film. And I'm like, oh, I didn't even think about that. Exactly. But that's the whole point of it. That's part of why we're constantly nagging you guys to like write comments because we learn a lot from those comments and I read all of the comments with a lot of glee. So, okay. So the next question is actually a question that I have for Beth. And my question for you, Beth, is what was the first Indian movie you ever saw? And when was it? I don't even know. Ah, so we're going to, so do you count Monsoon Wedding? Yes, that's an Indian movie. Yeah. So Monsoon Wedding is my first and I was, but a good one. Uh, completely blown away, bedazzled, loved it, bought the soundtrack on CD, like loved it, loved it, loved it. 
I then saw Bend It Like Beckham, which again, I don't know if you really count because it's Indo-British, obviously. Or, I you love. Know, but, I, but I love it. And I loved both the, bought that soundtrack. And, <laughs> yeah. Um, but then the first one that I actually, uh, that, that most people consider is uh and it's not gonna be what anyone thinks because usually when you're in the u.s people are like oh it was a ray film in a in a cinema studies class no 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 it was mujzi dosti karogi oh my god (laughs) which is unusual it i think specifically because what people like about that film is the medley of songs, mm. which of course meant nothing to me because I'd never heard any of them before. <laughs> but but I that for some reason was the one I chose off the shelf. I had gone to the local video rental store in my lovely college town, which is still the best movie rental store I've ever heard of. It was called That's Run Entertainment. Anyone from mm-hmm. University of Illinois will know it. Um, and they had a they had hundreds of Indian films, and that's the one I chose. I had gone on with a list, I believe, from Bollywood, the web forum that with, uh-huh. with recommendations for newbies. And I grabbed a couple of those. Like I got Lagan and Kush uh-huh. But what I watched first was Mujhi Dosti Karogi. And I was like, nice. what is this? <laughs> I need more of this. <laughs> so I went and, you know, I it was kind of off from there. Um, and I, through, through um, some interesting connections, actually got to meet the director of that film. And I told him <laughs> that that was the first Indian film I ever saw. And it set me on this amazing path. It's changed my life. And he was like, really? <laughs> <I> was like, <laughs> That was probably the nicest compliment he or she has ever gotten, by the way. It was certainly unusual. I think he did not see that one coming at all. And fair enough, because it is not a film that gets discussed very much. Even if you are talking about Rithik, Karina, or Rani, even if you're focusing on that era, like it's not, you know, I don't think any of them is really at their best in that film. No, it's okay. Although Karina does have the amazing um, catchphrase, leave it to Tina, which I, uh, Sujoy and I will say, and I believe he made me a gif because nice (laughs) I remember back in the blogging days um one time you and I were just like chatting about something I think we were talking about Kareena Kapoor and at one point I mentioned like two or three movies of hers that I that I really like and you bamboozled me I mean you shocked me by saying I really like her in Cushy and I was like is she serious? Is this a joke? How am I supposed to respond? I'm sure I was serious at the time I think you were serious and I was like how am I supposed to respond to this? Should I just be like, LOL, haha? Like, I don't know. I still have a soft spot for that film. I'm not going to tell anyone it's great, but I, I the songs are really catchy and, you know. She's, she's... Okay. Um, do you have a question for me? Yes, I do. So my questions are all called from, of course, Coffee with Karen. Of course. <laughs> Tea with Pitu. Um, if you woke up one morning and found out you turned into Karen Johar, what would you do? Oh, good Lord. I would um, come up with like some amazing scripts and I would cast Shah Rukh Khan in all of them. Which, you know, is is not too far off from what no. Karen has, has I done, mean, at least in the past. That is the best thing he has ever done in his life. So like his Shah Rukh Khan films are the only ones that I watch of his movies. And he actually presents Shah Rukh so well. I mean, as everyone knows at this point, K3G is my favorite film of all time. And I really enjoy Shah Rukh in Kuch Kuch Hota Hai. I also like him in Kank. I'm not a fan of My Name is Khan, but after having seen um, Lal Singh Jadda and Amir Khan's extreme horrible overacting in it, I did have a newfound appreciation for Shah Rukh mm-hmm. in that movie. I was like, hmm, I didn't appreciate Shah Rukh's movie in this movie, uh, acting in this film as much as I should have. Um, so if I was Karan Johar, I would just 
forthwith cast um, Shah Rukh in all the films. And I would cast him opposite actors that I really like of, you know, his age or just slightly younger than him or older than him. So I would cast him. Maybe I would cast him with Zina Taman. Ooh. I know. She would, you know, he would be like her boy toy or something. A girl can dream. Interesting. Oh, I love that. I love yes. That. that also seems like something maybe Karen would actually do. So, yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, what would you do? I think that I would. So I, I should have brushed up on what he's actually up to right this very minute. Um, <laughs> obviously, Rocky or Ronnie has just come out and has been. Um, I, I don't know what the box office is for it, but a lot of people I respect and love really love the film. So that is, yeah. you know, so in my estimation, Karen is doing <laughs> yeah. really well. Sal um, has seen it five times at this point. Right, right. Five. <laughs> so I, I think I would probably try to think about what's gone well in that film, How, like specifically what what were the elements of the magic and see what I might do with those going forward. Um, okay. And I would hope... <laughs> I, Beth, would hope that I, Karen, <laughs> would um, really consider how the older generations in that film are so key and so well done. And like, again, maybe Zena can be involved or whatever, yes. but I would I would like to see him take on something with some of the older, older actors. And he himself is over 50 now. So like, he doesn't have to make no. movies about little ones. And, you know, to be fair, My Name is Khan is not about super young people either. So, right. you know, it's not that he only does that, but I, that, that to me has been the standout of that film a couple of weeks now that since I've seen it and like, I, I would like more of that. Okay. Um, okay. I have a question for you. You Beth are in a Ramsey brother horror movie. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what is your role? Are you going to be the creepy caretaker who we see when the door creaks open or are you going to be the hapless victim oh no there was a white nighty and goes for walks in graveyards because you stupid or are you actually the evil ghost possessed monster person that is going to take everybody in this movie down i love <laughs> what that would be I'm, your dream role i'm gonna actually go for a, another character type that <gasps> off the top of my head i don't remember if they did this but i bet they did so you know in those movies there's often the the like comedy uncle Oh, yes. So right, <laughs> if there's a comedy auntie, I feel like I would be comedy auntie. And okay. so like in the past, I would have been played by Monorama or Tun Tun or somebody like that. Right. Um, I don't know who, I don't even know who's, I, oh, you know who does that now is Archana who? Singh. Oh um, yeah. Archana Puran Singh. Yeah. Puran Singh. And I love her. So like, yeah. Goals. Um, Kiran so there, too. Yeah. If there's a, yes, exactly. Whatever that equivalent is. So I bet you could very easily have a comedy auntie in those. And maybe she's the like, maybe she's the housekeeper. Maybe she's a meddling next door neighbor. No, I know what you would be. You would be the academic researcher who is, Yes. And you, you are like, you know, trying to figure out how to like, you know, renovate this terrible Havili or like something. Yeah. <laughs> You're the and, consultant over there. And I will get pumped off early, but I do have like information about the curse and yes. maybe they get it from me before I die, or maybe I get killed so that I don't share it, but they find it in my handwritten notes. I like no, that. Yes. No, you die dramatically clutching the sheaf of like old files. Papers. Papers. And then they like take them away from you. And then the hero reads them and he's like, oh my God. 
So your depths serve a purpose. Oh, yeah. I love that. I that is a real as realistic as a role as one could have in a Ramsey Brothers. Your film. dream role, yeah. <laughs> I love My that. My dream role is just the monster. I would just be the I, monster. Well, you've got the T-shirt this, already. Yeah, I have those tendencies in real life anyway, so it wouldn't be much acting. I would just go around like bumping people off. I would unfortunately bump you up. So sorry, Beth. That's okay. Do you have a weapon? Are you biting people? What are you going to do? Clawing people? What are you going to do? Probably like gnashing my teeth, like going, okay. just gnashing my teeth. So Because all the predators I love, you know, megalodons and dinosaurs and all of them, they all have like a very impressive array of teeth. And I, I do have my dental cleaning coming up next week. So that would be me. I love this. Um, okay. Do you have a question? For yes, me? I do. What is one thing that you regularly do that makes you feel filmy? I cry a lot. Ah, yes. One of your favorite hobbies. It is one of my favorite hobbies. It is so good. I actually once Googled, why, Googled, why do I feel so good after I cry? <laughs> So apart from the obvious catharsis, I actually read that tears are the the human body's nervous system's way of like regulating our emotions. And they also have a painkiller thing to them. So science has shown that the tears we cry when we're sad versus like just the the tears that come out of your eye when there's like irritation are composed differently. And so the tears we cry when we're sad are actually painkillers and they're meant to make you feel better. And that is why we feel cathartic. So my favorite thing to do, I consider a movie good if it makes me laugh and it makes me cry and I cry a lot. I cry at least like once a day. It's great. It keeps me happy. (laughs) I love that. (laughs) What is the movie thing you do? I, so this has to be um, you're like being prorated because this is relative. So right, like I don't live in India. I am not around people of Indian origin or descent super often, um, and I try not to assume that anyone who's South Asian loves Indian films. That's rude. Right. Don't do that. Um, okay. Do I have things in my office that indicate my taste? Should anyone see them? Yes. Do I talk about Hindi movies with my young um, graduate or my young undergraduate student? Yes, I do. Um, her favorite film is Ashiki 2, which I think I yes, shared don't. on this podcast. I still haven't watched it. Um, so I will, from time to time, accidentally in my day-to-day speech go, bus. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> and I forget that not everybody else knows film Hindi. Right. This leads to, I have to explain myself. You know, this happens every couple months or so. I will say my other, I will say ache minute. <laughs> I don't know why I think ache minute is very funny to me. And um, the other one is I'll be very, this I haven't actually said out loud, I think, but I, I love my courtroom dramatics as we know. So like, yeah, jute, hey, jute, you know, like accusing someone of lying. Or you something. should say that. You must. Yeah, I, I think that one more than I actually say it, but being filmy in my own head is, is, pretty often also in my my uh one of my other major loves in life is singing and so the idea of existing in a world where people just break into song it is actually how i live i sing all the time usually just to myself or in my office with my door closed so i'm usually singing something multiple times a day right. and often it is film music not always and of course i don't really know what the words are unless i look them up so i 
there's parts I can pick out and I'm doing them correctly. And then most of it is me going la 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 la. But right. you know, what I lack in knowledge I make up for in um spirit. So nice. There's another word you should start saying. So my uh, my cousin Priya, who lives in Manchester, is married to Paula, who is oh, yes. British. But at this point, we have got she's actually Paula is the one who made our filmy ladies logo. Um, because she saw the very poor amateurish attempts I made in Canva. <laughs> sending them to her and I was like Paula what do you think of this and she was so like she's too nice a person to, to just tell me that they're bakwas but she basically said here Pitu, why don't I take a weekend and make your logo for you and I was like okay and then she made our logo um so she has at this point been married to my cousin for so long that she has the conversion is complete she's Indian at this point and uh, she regularly calls people out on their bakwas she even has a shirt bakwas that says bakwas oh I love that she does. I do love that. <laughs> she also like, we like to tease her. I mean, we, we do this in a very good natured way because we love her and she knows we love her, but because she's British, <laughs> we'll just randomly, I'll just randomly say things to her like, give us back our Kohinoor. <laughs> I'll just like random shit. That's and then great. she will be like, Jahind. That's so, fabulous. Very cool. You should start saying bakwas, I think. I will. Um, I will. It's so useful. It's so useful. And it has you just a slightly loud on their bullshit. It has a different flavor from bullshit or rubbish or because I'm not British enough to get away with rubbish. Yeah. Um, so yeah, those are good. It just, it has some meat to it. Um, oh, you will like this question. If you could steal the wardrobe of a movie, it's not one specific outfit, just the wardrobe of that movie, which movie would that be? Ooh, I came up with good questions. You go, go ahead. Did you have you? Do you have an answer ready? Yes. You go first. My though. my answer is Rekha's wardrobe in Silsila. Oh. Because she looks so divine in all of her outfits, and what I love about her saris in Silsila and her styling and her jewelry and her makeup, just the overall look, is that none of it is dated. You can watch her songs from Silsila even today or the movie itself, and nothing about it screams the era that it is from. Mm. Um, it's just very classic and just so so spectacular. So I would I would say Rekha's wardrobe in Silsila. That's lovely. Um, I'm doing a quick, quick Google here. Oh, this is really hard. So you can come back to it if you want. Let it I simmer. May, I may need to come back to it. I mean, one of the okay. obvious ones is Bunty or Bubbly because Bubbly's, you know, Sawar, Sawar sets are just so classic and like yes. colorful and fun. And um, that that is not always that kind of level of color and pattern is not how I always dress, but it's how I always want to dress. Right. Sometimes I just get lazy and don't do it. But like this, you know, like fuchsia with beads on it is really, yeah. that's actually my soul most of the time. So I feel like okay. that is one. And then what is the, what is the You also lovely... wear a fair bit of yellow. Yeah, I do love, I love like bright, warm colors. Yeah. Um, which is, you know, obviously one of the things that when I first started watching Hindi films, I was like, oh, these are so beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> um, what is that lovely 70s movie we were discussing on the Sari episodes where... Um, oh, Choti Si Baat. Yes, yes. The beautiful, like, geometric, but not overly loud Saris in there, I think are incredibly beautiful. So that kind of gets to the more, like, slightly yeah. more everyday, but not as bombastic as Bubbly. But I those yeah. also really, because they're, like, not too much, but they're also very interesting. And I, yeah. I really, that really, very really speaks to me. Very kind of, like, 
kaleidoscopic patterns. Yeah. And there's something as, as people know, uh, for me about the seventies, I did, there's so much I love about the seventies and some of the, some of the fashions are really very much. Yeah. When I was watching, um, Roti Kapra Makan, I took so many screenshots of Zena's outfits in it. And I kept WhatsApping them to Beth because I was like, you would love this outfit and you would love this outfit and you would love that outfit. But okay. She's right. I do. (laughs) And it's That's Zena wearing them. So of yes, course, I mean, she can wear helps. like a sack and she would That's still true. be amazing. <laughs> okay. Do you have a question for me? Yes. What's your reply to anyone who questions your taste in films? I just come up with a very vociferous defense of it. And then when all else fails and they, I can see that it's not landing and they're just not getting it. I'm like, well, whatever. I love yeah. it. So there's yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. Because I do, I do like a lot of um, questionable movies that people think are questionable. I think they're phenomenal. The other day, I was uh, I was in therapy, and um, my therapist has been talking to me about a concept called radical radical acceptance. Yeah, yeah. and uh, which I keep calling it radicalized acceptance. And it's like <laughs> That's it's different. not bad. <laughs> yeah, I was like, is that not okay? So I launched into a whole thing about how. Jaws, the movie, um, is about hubris. It's not really about sharks, and it's about radical acceptance. And like, if they, if the mayor had just accepted that there are shark attacks happening, and if he had just shut down the tourist thing, then the movie would be better. And then I launched into how Jurassic Park. They should have listened to the scientists, but they didn't. But they're going for profits. So I went into this whole like tangent, and my therapist was like just crunching up her brow, and she was kind of like. And she finally got what I was trying to say, but I brought everything back to my beloved monster movies, but also um, Jurassic Park's 30th anniversary is coming up and I'm going to watch it in 3D IMAX on August 25th, baby. She's got it. And I'm happy and I have my tickets. I'm excited. It's so great. (laughs) Um, I just watch Meg 2 in the theaters. I will watch anything with monsters in it. So I don't care if people think that it's juvenile and stupid. It gives me joy. Love it. What about you? Yeah, I don't, it doesn't bother me when people don't like my taste in films. I don't, I don't care. Um, I will, You're like, I didn't make the movie. <laughs> yeah, I just feel like this is something the internet has taught me. Let people like what they like. It doesn't, but it doesn't affect you actually. Generally yeah. speaking, there are probably a few exceptions here and there. Now that is different from let people hate what they want to hate. That's very different. And that's where Mm. the problems mostly come. But if someone likes a film and you don't like it, it just doesn't affect you actually. So I usually say to them some version of that. I also no longer, I don't think so bad it's good is a thing. It's just good. If you like it, you are finding good in it however you wish to define good. And that's fine. And that doesn't, that doesn't, that's no business of mine. And it's no business of the cultures at large. Again, generally speaking, I'm sure there are exceptions. So I, you know, I, maybe it's from, you know, being in my forties and no longer having any F's to give about certain things. Um, But that is one of them. Like, I don't, I don't care if people don't like a thing that I like. Now I will say sometimes I, I do enjoy being challenged to discuss what I like about something or to listen to other people talk about what they like about a thing that didn't really land for me, such as Rocky or Ronnie. Right. That's been a recent one where I, I enjoy trying to think through it and like figure out what's going on with, with my own, like, what, what am I thinking? And what does that, how do I apply that more widely or whatever? So, and that's, that's why like writing and reading and talking about films is so interesting to me. Like, right. Like it's, 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 I'm learning about other people. I'm learning about culture. I'm learning about myself. Like that's all great for me. So 
I, I, I try not to be dismissive of criticism exactly, but if someone is just going to be kind of, you know, knee jerk in their criticism of me, I can be fairly quick in my answer to them. <laughs> yeah. It's also kind of what makes, um, you know, the whole hosting a podcast thing so interesting, right? Because it actually would not be as much fun as it is if say you and I agreed on everything. Right. Because if we had the exact same taste in movies, sure, it would just, it would just be us for one hour raising a film and then it's like what is the point of that right. i find that the most interesting episodes that we've done or the episodes that i personally have enjoyed recording the most are ones where you know you and i have very different opinions on a thing and it's interesting to see why you're saying what you're saying and why i'm saying what i'm saying exactly. and we can agree or disagree or whatever mm -hmm. like that's what actually makes it fun i think yeah um Okay, I'm gonna ask us a question that one of our uh, commentators asked us. Um, Bao, the visitor, had said, um, are there any dream guests you'd love to have in your podcast? Ooh, I mean, we need to get Kabir Betty on here, right? <laughs> yes, I would love that. I seriously, I message Kabir Betty so much on Instagram, like all the time. <laughs> And he actually likes some of my comments too. Um, like he was recently posting about Kunbari Manga and how much fun, because that just celebrated like an anniversary, like 30 years or something. Um, I love that 30 years ago, Hollywood was making Jurassic Park and Bollywood was making Kunbari Manga, a film in which crocodiles play an important role. So I was like, what was in the water 30 years ago? It's more like 35, because um, it's from the 80s. Oh, anyway. so it's even older. Yeah. There's some it, sort of big old. anniversary. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, but I wrote in the comments, I was like, um, hello, we did an episode on this and I like wrote the link and then I was hoping he would come and see it, but like he liked it. Aww. But yes, Kabir Bedi would be such a dream guest to have. Love him. I think for me, I would love to have Konkana Singh Sharma. Oh gosh. Because she's so smart and yeah. so lovely and every interview of hers that I see, and she's been doing a lot of interviews re recently, probably because um, of the last stories two episode that she directed. Yeah. And she's just so well-spoken, so brilliant. She's so honest, like the, you know, the things she talks about. Um, it's like she walks this fine line between being very upfront and frank, but also not being too strident. But I just I love her so much. And I, I really would love to hear what she has to say. And then in terms of non celebrities, I think I just like having guests that are just very fun and enthusiastic. Like Sal is definitely a favorite because she's just she just brings so much joy. She's very convincing too. Like nobody could have convinced me to watch the old Devdas like Sal could have. <laughs> I would not have listened to anyone else but Sal. Nice. One of the things about Konkana is that she really is the nexus of things we love. So she has the mainstream Hindi film, the sort of more arty Hindi film. She obviously is a, a descendant of Bengali film royalty. Yeah. She writes or she directs, she, you know, she acts. So like yeah. she really can speak to so many things that are things that we are also interested in. So yeah, that would yeah, really be she's a dream project. Amazing film lady. Yeah. Um, okay. I have a question for you. Yes. Um, who is your dream date? Um, Bollywood celebrity, they could be living or dead. Um, and how, what exactly would your date be? Like, where would you invite them? Oh gosh. So I didn't <laughs> know you were going to ask this question, but my background is very useful because if you did not know me back in the blog days, my first like big Bollywood crush was Akshay Khanna. And I think he would be a great date because he seems to have his wits about him 
completely, obviously stays the heck off social media, which is very smart. Um, if he brings his brother along, that's great too, but I do not require it. I'm fine with just Akshay or just Rahul. Absolutely. You can bring a friend with you. <laughs> what friend would not want to double date that? <laughs> I know, I know. And Rahul Khanna has been uh, very kind to me on social media and uh, we message sometimes. He is a delight. Um, so I have to think that his brother probably has some similar manners uh, and would be very fun to talk to. I feel like, again, he's interestingly positioned to say things about the industry because he's still active, but not super active and like saw what he saw at the time he did. Obviously their childhood was probably really interesting and perhaps, perhaps difficult. I don't know um, if they wanted to talk about that uh, or if he wanted to talk about mm -hmm. that. So yeah, I would, I would, I would love to have, have dinner and drinks with Akshay Khanna. I think that would be really fun. And nice. I have no idea what he likes to eat and drink. He can pick, uh, or, you know, if he happens to be in Champaign-Urbana, Illinois, I'll, I'll happily <laughs> choose. That's not going to happen, but I will take him right. to our beloved local barbecue place if he eats meat, because that's what everybody loves here. So, um, okay. you know, that would be great. Who's yours? Ah, uh, this is so obvious. Obviously, Shah Khan. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, did you really expect me to say anyone else? No. Yep. He's been my dream date since I was like 14. Um, so yes, it would be Shah Rukh Khan. And I would like to go and watch a monster movie with him. Oh, I'd love that. Ideally in IMAX. Like, Does maybe he like monster movies? Jurassic. Do you know? I know, but um, it's my date, so <laughs> he has to. And we'll go to, um, we'll go to a theater that has like a full bar. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Because the best way to watch a monster movie is when you're slightly tipsy, but not quite sloshed. So like maybe like one, like chug a big martini and make sure you haven't had lunch or something. And then you will watch that movie in a completely new light bath. And it's I great. want you to go to one of those little theaters that you can rent it out. So it's just you two and you can talk like yes, full voice during it. <laughs> I yeah, like so like MST3, MST3K, a monster movie with SRK. Yes. MST, MST3K, SRK. I want that for you. Really and all badly. the emojis will be like teeth. Love it. Love it. Oh, how fun. Maybe we can join up later on, like okay. go for a stroll or fun. something. This has been part one of our one year anniversary special episode. Next week, we'll play part two, which is just about the same length and contains just as much filmy silliness. See you then.